Hello, and welcome to It's a Good Podcast with your host, Katherine Matthews. Now, when I was thinking about the topic I would do for a podcast, I automatically went to news because I'm a journalist and news is what, what I do. But if you open any newspaper, any website, just turn on the TV, all the news that you see is bad news. There's another story about what some politician has done wrong or uh, who's been killed or, you know, just the world is such a bad place. And I thought by telling you the good news stories, it would be, it'd be a change of scenery, basically. So the first story I'd like to share with you, I'm taking this directly from BuzzFeed News. Uh, This happened two days ago. Uh, Ellen Earson, a student and activist from Sweden, apparently stopped the deportation of a man to Afghanistan by refusing to take her seat on a plane and live-streaming the protest on Facebook. Earson said in the stream that she believed if the man were to be sent to Afghanistan, he would be killed and live-streamed for around 14 minutes until a flight attendant told her that both she and the 52-year-old man would not fly. After she is sure he and his belongings have left the plane, Earson also leaves to be met by Swedish authorities. This is when the video stops. Earson's video has been viewed two million times, and the people are praising her actions. European media have reported that the man will still be deported, and Earson could face jail time for her actions. Now, this might not be the most heartwarming story, considering... You know, the man was and still is going to be deported, and uh, Ellen could face jail time. But the fact that she had the guts to stand up and do this, even if she did not know, or I assume she would know the consequences, I, I automatically think the worst when I do anything. Like, should I go to Tesco's? I don't know. Might get Might get jailed, you know? But... <laughs> just for her to stand up and face authority like that and I was wa- I watched the live stream uh, not too long ago and uh, about halfway through she was uh, telling everyone on the plane what was happening and then they started standing up with her and just the fact that she and all those people could face authority like that it just blows my mind that you don't really see people caring for other people in society very much and especially nowadays it's almost like everyone's pinned against each other and it's so nice to to see people standing up for each other and all all support for ellen i just i hope the best for her we this was uh two days ago this happened And nothing has been reported yet that I could find. But I I just hope the best for her. And I hope that this man, uh, this man was unnamed. All we know that he was a 52-year-old from Afghanistan. It just, I hope the best for him and Ellen. It just, good on, good on both of them. So this next story I've pulled from CNN, it goes like this. He can't vote. He's not even old enough to drive. But William Malice already has a college degree. William, at 11, walked across a stage Saturday to receive his Associate in Arts degree from St. Petersburg College in Florida. 
So apparently William started the college in 2016 after he graduated high school at nine. His parents say he was on the fast track by age two when he was doing simple math and by four he learned algebra. Uh, William has said, uh, everybody has gifts, gifts from God. I was gifted with knowledge and science and history. So next, William plans to continue his education, and he will begin uh, n uh, more classes next month at the University of South Florida. Uh, he said he wants to prove to the world that God does exist through science. Uh, he, his goal at the moment is to complete his doctorate by the time he's 18, and I started college when I was 18, so the fact that he's going to finish his doctorate at 18, that's insane. Just good on him. Good on all these people. I, I don't exactly know if I believe in God, but the fact that he wants to prove there is a God with science, go, go on boy, go, you, you got this. I believe in you. Just do what makes you happy and life will figure out a way. So this next one I don't know a lot about, but this broke on Monday. Uh, this is from CNN and it reads, About 400 Syrians, including members of the White Helmet Rescue Group, have been evacuated to Jordan via Israel in an international humanitarian operation coordinated by the United Nations. Now. This is, while the topic may be very upsetting to some because the war in Syria has been going on for longer than I can remember, just the fact that 400 people can get out of there, it's, it's, I mean, it's amazing. I, I'm literally going to cry. I just, I wish I could do more for these people. There's not much I can do. I'm a poor university student that doesn't have the time to travel. If I did have at least, you know, 20 pounds to spare, most definitely I'd send it to them or I'd find a way. I just, I wish there was a better way to help, but the most I can do is, you know, getting the word out, hoping other people can donate or go over there and help them. You know, the United Nations has gone over there and helped on, as of Monday, 400 people alone. I'm sure they've helped many people in the past and will help many people in the future that I have not heard about. And I, just all over Twitter you see these bad news about children being killed and it, it doesn't show the statistics on how many of this 400 people are women, children, men, and else. But Either way, that's 400 lives that were saved and won't be meaninglessly killed in the war. So I've pulled bits and pieces of the story from CNN and also from Now This. Uh, it goes like this. Uh, Graceland May Violet Griffin already had a little nugget onesie picked out for her before she arrived in the world. It was only fitting that Mom Fallon gave birth to her in the restroom of a San Antonio Chick-fil-A. Her birth certificate reads, born in a Chick-fil-A, and the hospital had the father sign the certificate as the attending physician. Uh, as, uh, her name's Gracelyn, Gracelyn is a baby girl, and she was born last Tuesday in the Chick-fil-A restroom. So apparently, 
the mother, Fallon, went to a Chick-fil-A to drop off uh, the two older daughters with a friend. They were just happened to be meeting her in that car park. And um, then uh, Fallon said, oh, I've got to go to the toilet because she was already in labor at the time. So she goes to the toilet and apparently uh, one of the Chick-fil-A workers comes out and starts screaming at uh, Fallon's husband saying, uh, she, she's going to, she's having a baby. She's having a baby in, in the toilet. So then the dad, whose name is Robert, Robert, you know, went in there and basically gave birth or uh, Fallon gave birth and Robert helped uh, to Graceland on the floor of a Chick-fil-A toilet. So now Gracelyn is going to get free food for life. Chick-fil-A has said this. And she's also has a guaranteed job at 14. Uh, Chick-fil-A is one of the places to work as a young adult at 14. They let you work at 14. And I believe they've upped their minimum wage to $13 an hour, which is insane for a fast food restaurant. So now I'm gonna read uh, what Now This has said. So this took place in San Antonio, Texas. The headline reads, baby born in Chick-fil-A will get free nuggets for life. Uh, a baby born in Chick-fil-A was promised free food for life and a first job when she's turned 14. Fallon Maggie Griffin and her husband Robert were on their way to the hospital to deliver their third child when they made a pit stop at Chick-fil-A to drop off their two older daughters with a friend. Maggie went to use the restroom where she ended up suddenly giving birth to a healthy girl with the help of her husband. Now, I, I'm i not really the Chick-fil-A type of person. I lived in Atlanta for, I guess you could say that's my hometown, even though I don't really consider any place my hometown. but. Atlanta's my hometown and every other corner there is a Chick-fil-A and if you don't go to Chick-fil-A after your sports uh, a game then what what are you doing with life like <laughs> but I haven't had the best experience with Chick-fil-A uh, some most of the time the people are quite rude to me but you know, that's just my experience. Other people have had great experiences. Like recently, uh, you've seen all of these, uh, the people that work at Chick-fil-A, they will actually come to you if it's raining outside with an umbrella and they'll get you from the car to inside with, you know, they walk out there. And that's been a real hit recently online. You see videos of this everywhere. Or uh, I was reading another story about uh, someone was a bit short for money, and he was like, oh, the whole food's uh, free for you. Even though he had enough to pay for the majority of it. And it's just, I think it's it's not the Chick-fil-A in total. Because you know, the owner has gotten a lot of heat. You know, I'm, I don't want to say recently, because they've always been getting heat. But um, it's the workers that work there. You know, some of them are terrible people and some of them are really good people. It just happens that good people work there. I don't know if it's because they've been there since they were 14 or whatever. But it's just, it's really nice to see stuff like this. Especially because this little girl now, if she has anywhere to go, she has Chick-fil-A to turn to. Alright, so this is another uh, headline from CNN. 
Uh, an anonymous donor gifted $3 million to the University of Houston's new medical school, enough to pay the full tuition of all 30 students who will be its first class when it opens in 2020. This is, this is great. And I fully support people being anonymous. You see these celebrities and they're like, oh, look at me donating to Africa or whatever charity is going to make them look the best. But this random person just gifted $3 million out of nowhere and to 30 people at that. That's 30 students that aren't going to be, you know, under crippling debt their, the majority of their life. And, you know, that'd be great if I went to the University of Houston uh, medical school. I'd never, I'd never do medical. But if I did, I'd be so grateful to whoever this is. I constantly joke about being a poor university student to the point where it's even annoying me. So I definitely know it's annoying the people around me. But, oh, fun fact. So I work nights from 10 to 6 a.m on Tuesday and Saturday nights and uh so it's Friday today right now and last or well technically this morning 6 a.m. I was walking home and uh I, I have people I have many people that will make fun of me for uh staring at the ground because each scrap of paper I see I swear that it's like a it's a bill it could be money so I I it's not even registering in my head that I'm staring at the ground this morning. And then I look over, see a scrap of paper like usual, and I think, oh, that looks a lot like a, a 20 pound bill. That looks a lot like 20 quid. And then I walk over to it and it's just lying on the side of the, I take this shortcut path to get from work to my room to home. And then I just, it's just sitting there, just crumbled up as a 20 pound bill. like. I'm, I'm just, I'm in awe, considering <laughs> I really need to buy some food. Like, I, I live a mostly healthy lifestyle, so I need to go shopping more often. And people are surprised when I say the majority of my meal is, you know, fruit and vegetable based. Because they're like, oh, doesn't that cost you a lot of money? And I'm like, no, you go to Aldi, you don't buy outside the fresh fruits and vegetables, except for you know, stuff to go with it, like rice. I think I eat way too much rice. It's only if I go out of that, like if I don't go to Aldi, if I go to Tesco's, or if I'm too lazy to walk all the way to, say, uh, to Aldi, I'll go to Sainsbury's. But Sainsbury's is automatically three times more expensive. So it's very hard to shop. And they don't, it's only the neighborhood Sainsbury's. But I vote, I say, from my house, it's probably about a 15-minute walk to Aldi, and then a 10-minute walk to Tesco's, and then uh, Sainsbury's is just on my way home from classes. So it's really mostly about convenience, and uh, Buckingham's getting a little, little, I keep calling it Liddy. <laughs> I don't know why, I think it's from the Beyonce song. It's like, we gotta get Liddy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so me finding that 20 quid this morning just made me so happy because now I can afford the finer things in life. I might even, you know, order some food. <laughs> but to get your entire tuition paid for, I think I'd just have a heart attack and die right there because I'd be so happy. So this last story, 
Um, I don't know who to credit it with. It, I found it scrolling through uh, Instagram on Wednesday. It's from the Instagram username Facts and Science. So uh, it goes like this. Uh, There's a university in Sweden where students let out primal screams at exactly 10 p.m. each night. The flogs to scream occurs every night at 10 p.m. when university students living in Uppsala's Flogsta neighborhood stop what they're doing and let out a collective scream from their windows, balconies, and rooftops to help blow off steam and ease the stress of college life. I totally agree with this. I think the University of Buckingham should participate in it. Uh, It would definitely... The only thing that the university here gives to relieve stress is uh we've got three dogs in student welfare and then uh we can talk to people there's many people in student welfare to talk to but there's nothing more stress relieving than a than a good scream and can you just imagine if you moved into that neighborhood in sweden and you didn't know what was gonna happen and then all of a sudden there's just like a a volcano of screams around you (laughs) like That'd be hilarious. I mean, kind of scary, but hilarious. But I know when I'm sitting in my room, the girl below me can uh, hear me singing. And then I know another girl on the ground floor. I'm on the second floor. So this girl, you know, two floors down on the ground floor, is uh, she'll hear my music. And every once in a while, she'll text me and she'll be like, ah, listen to Phantom of the Opera again, I see. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good song. <laughs> uh, so... If the university were p- to participate in a, a screaming match, I think it'd be I'd be for it. And we're technically not supposed to be quiet until uh, 11 p.m. So if we did it 10 p.m. every night, and right now since it's summer, it doesn't get dark till about 10 p.m. I think it'd be great. And it, Vernie, all of the there's four houses, but it's set up as a square, so all four houses kind of face each other. So the people who have rooms on the outside can just go stand in the kitchen and scream and we can all collectively scream at each other not like mean scream like just a a, I understand what you're going through let's just scream (laughs) like even I'll let out a scream every once in a while if I'm very irritated with the project I'm working on so I'm totally for it. University of Buckingham, let's make this happen. So, sadly, that is all we have time for this week. Uh, I had fun. I hope you had fun. Uh, It's... I had to search very far and wide for these happy stories. So, hopefully next week I can find some more. Uh, Might have a guest on. But, anyway, uh, this is Catherine Matthews with uh, It's a Good Podcast. And I'll see you next week.